Previously on the Awkward Question Time podcast. How tall are you measured in Jaffa cakes? If we're talking about old, hard Jaffa cakes, I must be uh, 240 Jaffa cakes high. Who wants to know? Have the girls tried pegging? <laughs> I did homework since the last show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Awkward Question Time. Please welcome your host, Alex Leem. Hello and welcome to the Awkward Question Time podcast with me, Alex Leem. So these are the edited highlights of the live stream video that goes out every Sunday nights live at 8.30pm UK time. I keep saying that in the wild hope that I've got some international listeners, but it's early days. I've barely got domestic. So go and watch the video because all of the very heavy visual stuff um, is not making it to the audio podcast. So you're going to be missing out on a good 20 minutes of extra material. And boy, did it get random. Uh, so search for my name on Facebook. Uh, that's at Alex Leem Stand Up. Twitter at Alex Leem. And search my name on YouTube as well. Subscribe, retweet and like, please. I beg of you. Also, if you're enjoying the show and want to contribute, because hey, why not? That's what all the cool kids are doing. Then you can donate via PayPal, PayPal me forward slash Alex Lame. So this episode of the podcast is entitled That's Not My Kink for reasons that will become very clear. Please welcome this week Kitty Messalina, Donna Scott, Tommy Tomsky and Lord Sparkles aka Al Grant. Hello everybody. Hello. Hola. <laughs> Three weeks in and finally we've got it down with no no technical difficulties beforehand. I'm feeling a little nervous on that score. Uh, we've got um, quite a heck of a lot of people watching and some people submitting questions already. So let's have a look who's watching. Roger Poulter is watching. Hello, Roger. Hello. Uh, Neil M. E.U. Hello, Neil. Uh, Wayne Carl Nova Lodge is back. Hey, looking forward to another good show tonight. You've probably jinxed it now, Wayne, uh, now that you said that. Uh, Rebecca Turner, hello. Hello, Rebecca. Are we ready for the first question? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I love your hesitation, Kitty. It, uh, it, makes, it makes my thoughts about the show to come even, even better, even better. So the first question is, why do birds suddenly appear every time? You are near. Donna, we'll come to you first. Why do oh. birds suddenly appear every time you're near? Um, that'll be because of my famous crow poem. I, I performed fa- on ITV. Yeah, uh, they gravitate you're... towards me, the crows. Explain further, please. Um, well, I'm most famous for a, a poem I do about crows, um, which is a serious poem. I've got it's a, my, my serious. Have you got, have you got the crow poem to hand? So I am a serious poet. For the benefit of the podcast listeners, Donna has just held aloft her poetry book. See, that's my serious poetry book. Very serious Serious. poem. And if I do my serious poem, I'm going to need your serious faces. Everyone pull pull a serious poetry face. It's it, you're already there. Right, the crows. The black crows sat on the motorway fence. Car. Serious. Van! The Black Crows, thank you. It's like we're on Radio 4. 
<laughs> I don't have a crow poem, but I do have a rip-off of Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Ho- Ho- Edgar Allan Poe is my rip-off poem, and it includes the line, Quoth the raven fucking whore, which I'm just quite happy with. But it's too long to do. It's not relevant here. <laughs> okay, well, I think we just found my porn star name if I ever went down that route. Uh, Al, Al, why the birds That's suddenly appear? because of the uh, significant amount of birdseed that I've got in my pocket. Just keeps them dribbling out. I don't know why I've got holes in my pockets. Really? 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 I have no idea why I've got holes in my pockets. Tommy. Well, predominantly it's pigeons, isn't it? Because I'm that skin, <laughs> they've started feeding me French fries. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh it's 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 good pigeons have got a conscience. You wouldn't have yeah. thought, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Give him back to the community. Why? It's a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the theory that pigeons aren't real? It's one of my favourite conspiracy theories. What's this? So there's a whole group of people. It started as a troll, but then a bunch of people started believing it, where they were like, birds aren't real. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? And it's because like baby pigeons very quickly mature into adult pigeons. And before that, they like live in a nest. But people are like, I've never seen a baby pigeon. Maybe they're robots. Maybe they're drones. The government is fine. 5G. So um, that's Who like, that? you know. 5G pigeons. Who? You know, the government is watching you. That Not through your phone and your Facebook and Google. That race pigeons. to try and capture that pigeon. And capture the pigeon because otherwise the government. <laughs> I, lo- I love that we've got here from a carpenter's song. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's, that's a beautiful leap. We're, we're barely eight. We're just bang on eight minutes in. And on, on that note, there's, there's nothing really more I could add to that, is there? Uh, nothing at all. Quite a few people enjoying uh, the show already. Uh, Rebecca Turner. Fairy lights are on fleek tonight. Uh, I'm Yay. guessing that's, that's, that's aimed at Tommy, but also a little bit for uh, Al, who has a permanently installed glitter ball. And right here in his head. Uh, just, just there he is. There we go. If um, if you've not met Al, he lives in a um, disco glam rock house. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually just glam rock. It's so. just a constant like uh, you know the uh, is it Frank Blitz Friday thing from uh, where they're constantly replaying New Year's Eve on The Simpsons, and that's where Al lives basically. <laughs> it must be great celebrating New Year all the time. Kill me. Uh, we have our uh, first uh, question that's been submitted uh, and it strikes the right sort of tone from Neil M if you had to have sex with a Muppet which Muppet would it be Uh, so (laughs) 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 and Whittacombe I don't recall her in the Muppet shows. Was she in the... Oh, in the Muppet. The... Oh, right. Sorry, I right. misinterpreted when he said Muppet. Well, okay. But would it still be She's Anne no Whittaker? longer a Muppet. Mm. <laughs> She's an ex-Muppet. I thought it was like an, like an abbreviation for MP. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make it longer. <laughs> we... Is that not the second conspiracy theory we've now on Earth? <laughs> I think it is. This has turned into a particular type of podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is this, do they have to be official like Muppet Show Muppets or can you have like 
Sesame Street and Avenue Q and all the like surrounding puppets. Do you mean an, an orgy, Kitty? No, no, no. I'm just like the official Muppets. You basically got like Kermit and Miss Piggy and like the basic. Animal. But like Count, the Count, who like counts. I don't think he's like Dracula. He's just the Count. He's like okay. one, uh, 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 that yes. one. One. Let's say for Barry. Let's say for Barry. The Muppets. <laughs> It took a few more seconds to relay uh, for me to hear that. And then, and then when it dropped in my head, it was just beautiful. Like. <laughs> Let's say for Clary then, um, the uh, the Muppet Has Show and rock. Sesame Street. Se- All what right. about Rock, guys? <laughs> Straight away, Oscar the Grouch. Love a tumble in a trash can. Nice. <laughs> Explains a lot. <laughs> I, in that case, I'll go for Big Bird. Mm, really? Well, yeah. I, I, I thought I, you were I'm more like... a snuffleupagus kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm a bit vanilla for snuffleupagus. Um, <laughs> I, I think he'd be a bit too kinky for me. I was to say maybe Ralph because I I can do a really good impression of Ralph. So I think we're very similar. Ralph, do it. Yeah, you know Ralph, the, the piano playing dog. Oh, of course. All right. Okay. That was it. <laughs> excellent uh if you're if you're listening to the podcast version of this that's out on monday uh you missed a treat uh come on come and watch the video please i've never uh, seen anyone pull a grand piano from such a small space it was incredible <laughs> Don't let them know. fantastic next question Next question from Alex Evans, who wants to know, do jelly babies have babies? Mm. They are babies. That is, I'm sure, several kinds of illegal, and you're probably on a register for asking this. <laughs> that's that's you told, Alex. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> have to wait till they're consenting adults. There is a line. Come on. I, don't, I like the idea that jelly babies are like gremlins, where if you just pour water on them, they just start sprouting little babies out their backs and then running amok. It has okay. to be boiling water. Boiling water. <laughs> boiling water. You have to put on the gremlins. Or the black jelly babies. <laughs> just like the witch from Wizard of Oz. And then you pour it in a lovely oversized jelly mould, like some sort of transformer or even a Power Ranger robot made of all the jelly babies or peace babies to give them their proper name. <laughs> and then they're like rabbits. Yes, they are. Oh, Roger. Roger, Roger has a theory. He says, yes, jelly babies do have babies. They're called jelly dogs. Thank you very much. Here we go. Well, then, Roger, not on the video call this week, but with us in spirit nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, next question. What was the last text message or DM that you sent? Read it out and give an honest context of why you said it. Uh, so we're all now reaching for our phones. Okay, are you going first, then, kids? It's just, him's a good boy, because I talk in memes, as I sent uh, 17 photos of my cat. Like actual cat, no pussy jokes. Like genuinely, my lovely have you, fluffy. So you've got a photo of your got a photo of your cat to hand. No, so it's, uh, it's lots of them, but it's just him's a good boy. Oh, the I, and, I, and I sense the relief in you that the last thing you sent was clean. <laughs> it could have not been, but that was, <laughs> that was a weird way of syntax. Words that face made. Um, Next. <laughs> Excellent. And you're still talking in memes. I can words good. 
<laughs> I should be able to words. Uh, verbing things is fine. Um, Who's next? Who's next? Me. Uh, Cherry Pepsi Max. Run out of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can't be without that. Cherry Pepsi Max is the bomb. It's amazing. Uh, my my last one. Um, it was. I had to bring your car cover in. The wind was dragging it down the drive. <laughs> Which it was. I had to save the car cover. Uh, Donna, come to you um, next. Well, it says I've let my Fitbit run out, so no alarm, because I basically was late to go walking my neighbour's dog this morning. You haven't sent a message since this morning. <laughs> no. What are you hiding? <laughs> Tommy, what about your last one? Uh, mine was sent to my girlfriend. It's uh, just cooked myself fish and chips. Going to be ligging into the podcast soon. So I misspelled logging and put ligging. Uh, I hope it isn't a migraine sending the biggest hugs and schmetterlinger to you, my love. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I, I say, oh, because I'm so used to the way you talk. And I know that's genuine sentiment. Um, so. <laughs> That's okay. We, we speak, tell me. Uh, <laughs> on to the next question. Have you ever enjoyed the smell of your own farts? In the <laughs> I'll, I'll go first uh, in, in this, because uh, the respect of, I'm not quite sure if I've enjoyed the smell so much as the consequence. Because <laughs> um, my, my proudest moment involves me, one of my proudest moments. There's been loads. This isn't the, this isn't the pinnacle. There's been a lot since. I once managed to clear a, an entire coffee shop with one of my farts. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was, um, I'd not long started at Bournemouth Uni and I'd, um, I'd been out to a house party and got in at about five o'clock in the morning and I had to be up and in for a nine o'clock lecture. So I was like a zombie. I arrived feeling like death, got to the, the, the coffee shop on the ground floor of where I was supposed to be, let one off thinking... What's the worst that could happen? Um, but what happened was it was like chemical warfare. Uh, it sort of spread. It, it was proper rancid and it spread amongst the coffee shop. Nearly nine o'clock in the morning, big queue of people. And then they all started like this going. And as it spread, more people just went off to their offices and the entire room cleared. And there was just me sat there. Uh, how about anyone else? <laughs> I just why? <laughs> I like <that> fundamentally <laughs> unpleasant things. So either you like upsetting people like Alex, or you like upsetting things yourself. I just it's, it was it was a more of a this shouldn't make me happy, but it does. Um, <laughs> or, or like a, a, a little victory. Okay, well, just establish I'm a weird little man. Um, <laughs> That's one of your questions as well. So you've put this in to tell that story. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot, Alex. <laughs> I was um, once at TGI Fridays um, and I took my daughter out for a, for a meal and um, we were waiting for the food to come and we were quite like isolated where we were in the restaurant. This is when she was about nine years old and I asked her to pull my finger and she refused. So I pulled my own finger and followed through. What, you pulled it off? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I had to put my, my khaki shorts behind the toilet, like, bowl, 
And my daughter knew there was something wrong because it was just as my burger was being bought out, I just left <laughs> the table really quickly. And then I had to tie um, a hoodie round my waist so, it, so no one would see that I'd shat myself. And uh, yeah, so uh, not really big fan of getting people to pull my finger anymore. So uh, if, if we're throwing um, previous panellists under the bus, um, <laughs> I do know for a fact that Graham Whistler left his underpants in the quad. <laughs> um, if, if you're not familiar with the quad, the quad is uh, the art centre uh, in Derby, and he, he was up for a visit. We had a, we had a gig in Ilkeston, uh, and then we went out for a night in Derby and just went, I really need the laugh, and they dropped us off outside the quad. I went, there's toilets in there, toilets in there. I'm checking my watch, 25 minutes had gone past, and he came out as white as a sheet, and then just kind of like, what happened? He went, is he even watching this, or are you just telling someone else's horror? This is <laughs> distressing. We Graham, don't want the to have our secrets told. <laughs> Everybody, Graham, friends. Graham listens to the podcast, so I've got this vision that is on his break now, wanting to Listening kill me. to this tale. <laughs> so, hi, Graham. Hope you're enjoying your break. Hello. I don't know why I'm waving because you're listening. So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else, if if not, uh, uh, sorry, tell themselves, and feel free to throw a friend under the bus, as, as I <laughs> The new podcast by Alex Leem. Friend your friend. Throw your friend <laughs> under a bus podcast. Because Noting that down now. now. <laughs> yeah. That's like the final round. Have a Can I have a husband under the bus for that? <laughs> <laughs> I think husbands Peter. can be thrown under the bus. <laughs> Peter, he must want some um, clarification. How big a coffee shop? I would say standard Costa. So standard Costa. With your standard Costa coffee shop, how big is that in Jaffa Cakes? (laughs) Firstly, kudos on doing a three-week-long callback. Uh, I would say, so if like the standard human, as we've established, is 256 uh, Jaffa cakes, so that would be about 3,000. Guesstimate. Guesstimate. Mm-hmm. A small coffee shop. That is yes. a very small coffee shop. More, more of a broom cupboard, really. <laughs> we, we seem to be now going to territory of um, therapy session as Rebecca Turner. <laughs> Um, as as, as uh, come forth to say, one time I did a particularly stinky poop in a gallery and afterwards a lady went into my cubicle and instantly <laughs> retreated, exclaiming, Jesus Christ! Beautiful. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that with us, Rebecca. Does anyone here know Rebecca? Uh, yeah, so I'm doing the like small women in comedy newbie mentorship thing. And so she is a more experienced female comedian who is technically mentoring me in comedy and has decided to watch me do this. <laughs> she might Zoom me a later date be like, so let's talk about what happened. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really lovely to have support. That's beautiful. And also, if you would like to come on in a future episode. For the benefit of the podcast listeners, I'm now doing the mime for Call Me. So, Lola J has a question. Uh, one of these has to go either mohawks, mullets, or man buns. So, oh. if we're having a, a permanent call, one of these hairstyles will be permanently deleted 
Mullets. Mohawks, mullets, or man buns. So, uh, do you say mullets? Mullets. Okay. Easy. What's what's wrong? What's no, wrong with the what's wrong with the mullet? What's wrong with everything. the mullet? What's right with it? And a business at the front, party at the back. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't break my heart, my achy breaky heart. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the man buns. I'm I, I going for uh, curling the man buns. I think that's the best way because we have to curl them. You said. Cool. Cool. Curl. That's right. Well, you could them curl them nice and, and then curly. at the, the hairdressers, then you get the assistant to come along with a broom and sweep them up afterwards. That's curly. <laughs> That's right, yes. I like that. But extra, extra, extra bonus points, not only for the Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> reference. That what that reference. was? Yeah, it's Miley's but... dad, okay. Miley's dad, yeah. That's how old I am in answer to a previous question in the green room. Yeah, we were that old. Older than Lola... this, though. Lola... Lola is particularly enjoying your answer to that, to say curling them three crime with laughing face emojis. Three. Three of them. Um, she clarifies uh, mohawks and bullets will survive the apocalypse man buns will go extinct no 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 because a man bun you can have it down and then you can tie it back when you need to like perform no I mean you could like do a a male Miss Jones oh Miss Jones you're beautiful you know and they whip off their glasses and then take the the, the elastic out of their man bun and let it all cascade down in a a Mad Max ravaged post-apocalyptic scenario can you really imagine a group of terrifying persons approaching you and one of them having a man bun yes and glasses that's got you all hot under the collar, hasn't you it? see someone walk down the street with a man mun, he isn't afraid of anyone. Just <laughs> all right, to make okay. my firefly references. He's very scared slightly. of brushes because he knows curling's going on. <laughs> <laughs> to add to add some extra context in sort of a post-apocalyptic movie style, would you take Terminator so seriously if Arnie had a man bun? Mm. I mean, yes, because I'd be like, that guy has not had any shit and he looks so confident with what he's doing. Clearly, he's one to avoid. The moment someone looks like a badass, they're overcompensating. Someone comes in and just looks tiny and like unimpressive, <laughs> but walks in just like, oi. You're like, oh shit, what's their deal? Like, they feel confident enough to do that. Like... <laughs> I'll be back. I've got to get some more oil for my hair. <laughs> I'll get <an> oil. <laughs> Great. Okay, love us attempting the accent now. At some point, this will become massively racist. Um, you say Argos oil instead of Argan oil. <laughs> <laughs> Argos oh, let oil. me imagine I did. I, I said neither, but I, I love the fact... <laughs> I love the fact you thought I said Argos oil. Peter, Amos, I can absolutely imagine a group of terrifying man buns... <laughs> That's a Japanese thing, though, isn't it? So it's 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 expect that on the next Terminator reboot. There's bound to be one coming along soon. Our next question is: Have you ever seen a fat vegan? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Can never have come in all shapes. I I never have. The the vegans that I know are rakishly skinny, and it bothers me that I've never seen a fat vegan because vegan. Food and like vegan cakes that I've seen are like seem to be pretty calorific. Chips are vegan. Lots of donuts are vegan. Like, fried food. You can have a lot of stuff, and basically, the moment there's not cheese, but there's like anything else, largely, you're just like, oh, cool. Like these are the things you can have now. From the yogurts, I got four times as many calories in because they're all made of coconut. 
Biscoff Lotus spread. Fucking love that shit. Vegan. Beautiful. And how can yeah. you not love that stuff? It's nice. dangerous. Has anyone else seen a fat vegan? Pandas. Of <laughs> course. Yeah. And I think I think that's that's nicely drawn the line under that topic. Um, yeah, it's quite black and white, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Where's oh, my rim shot? Better notice. Better notice. I've got to change screens. So better notice. <laughs> uh, um, next question comes from uh, John Morris. Should have been on last week. We'll be on in a future show. You accidentally said yes to going on a date with Alex. <laughs> Where would you take him? Um, so, Tommy, we'll come to you first on this one because I know that you're quite romantic. Uh, so, <laughs> feels like blind date. This does well. I would take Alex out on a delicious date to um, Mablethorpe. Maybe we could spread some maple syrup on some toast or something. Mmm. There you go. That's my best well, attempt at a blind date date. Well, follow that. I'm wet. Um, so, <laughs> well, yeah, coffee. Coffee's all want to see, so... <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, uh, Donna, Donna, where, where would you take me on a date? Uh, right, you, you're caught into your plasticine. Mm. So I'd take you somewhere where there's a lot of plasticine. Oh, early, early, early learning centre. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even still going? Early learning centre. I don't know. I live Probably. in the past, clearly. <laughs> Maybe oh, the elderly learning centre then. <laughs> Whoa. Kitty. Yellow card. You have been warned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that you weren't allowed to. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Ooh. No, <laughs> <interesting> <laughs> No, roast, roasting is fine. I, to be honest, I just wanted... I paid a lot for that American voiceover. I wanted to use a thing. Uh, so, um, so we might as well get them all out of the way now. I, I did pay him for other uh, little video clips with voiceover. Awkward. Uh, and also, if you, if, you, if you cross the line from yellow card and you get uh, the next stage... Red card, one question ban. Oh, Harsh but fair, I think. Harsh but fair. Uh, so, is everyone uh, out? Out. Back to the date. Where would you take me on a date? Well, I would take you to Annie's Burger Shack, which is just next to the Moonshine Restaurant, because ah, oh, Katie likes that one too. Kitty, sorry. Uh, it is perfect for anybody who is vegan, vegetarian, or carnivore, omnivore, even. And basically, they've got the splash screens up. They take your uh, temperature with a space-age gun. They, they do that, go beep, like that. And then you sit down as they do their lovely little uh, track and trace. So that's what would happen. You'd be tracked and traced, and that means you're safe. Excellent. Uh, safe you, you, and fed. You can always protection on a date, so... <laughs> I think Al just wants to track and trace you wherever you go and like follow you home. <laughs> I know what? where he lives. <laughs> you do actually. Oh God, this got creepy. Really, <laughs> really, this got creepy. The amount of uh, I've given you, Alex. Of course, I know where you live. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Uh, Kitty. 
See, everyone here is giving locations, but it just said, where would you take Alex? And my brain was like, is this the third week of talking about pegging? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it the answer was meant now. to be yes, like <laughs> three weeks in a row, pegging comes up. <laughs> there was me thinking the pegging discussion had stopped, <laughs> but no, three weeks in, Sorry. we're back to pegging again. Apparently, all, it's I'd, featured in every episode. Level <laughs> pegging. It's good to have a running theme. It, it, it is good to have a running theme. I did bring this up in week one, after all. Uh, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so somebody did put... Um, Somebody did put up during that, can you remove the question bar because it is blocking the QR code scanner. So I don't know if you've noticed on the screen is a QR code scanner because I did mention earlier on if you wanted to donate to the show, paypal.me forward slash Alex Lean, which is there. Uh, but also where Tommy is pointing currently, mm -hmm. yeah, scan that. I have tested this out, so I know it's not too small. Scan that to donate a fiver. Yeah, where, where Donna's also pointing. I tested this out, off. so I know it's not a, so I know it's not too small. Type of your sex tape. <laughs> I like Lola's uh, Nine -nine statement. Are in. All, all uh, I got, all I got from that was sex tape, but I approve completely. <laughs> um, I like uh, what Lola said. I what did Lola say? I'd, I'd take him to the clinic to get a COVID test. One of many tests required first, I think, and then like wait a three month window, get tested again just to make sure most people don't know about the window. I'm making lyrics references here for a really niche show as well. I'm just wondering how many people are going to be like, You watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend? I'm obsessed with this show. I feel like I'm talking about it too much. Rebecca Turner's back in touch. Who's the sexiest jazz singer? Pegging Lee. <laughs> well, that deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Rim shot just for you. Uh, more comments. Let's have a shifty. Um, so, yeah, well, actually, this may actually be, judging by the comments, the first time people donate. So, happy days. Happy days indeed. Why block the green bars are the most action I've had for the entire pandemic? Little too much information, Lola. <laughs> Careful, youngsters. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Roger, on the flip side from going on a date with me, he puts, if you were to torture Alex, how would you do it? Pegging. Pegging. <laughs> okay. I have a funny feeling I know where this is going. Um, Kitty. I was going to take more time thinking of an elaborate plan. Can I go last? <laughs> okay. No problem. Donna. To the burnt out remains of the old man studio to see the death of lots of plasticine characters. <laughs> They're my friends. <laughs> I'm going to give absolutely zero context to the plasticine as well, just to make it sound more mysterious. Tommy. Ooh. I was thinking of myself as a bit of a shit jigsaw, like, I'm going to play a game, Alex, and then just make you eat crisp sideways or something really weird like that. It's not really torture, just mildly irritating to your gums. Oh, particularly the, the ridged ones. <laughs> they, they really get you. You've been enjoying Walker's Chris a little bit too much, Alex. <laughs> now you're going to have to eat a whole bag sideways. Yeah, that's that's what I'd do. Well, Not the and vinegar. Just the go in bag. Just the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, salt and vinegar, because if you cut your gums, then it's going to be twice as painful, isn't it? Because then the vinegar will get into the wounds. 
Oh, it God, does. It chilling. does come up a bit keen. It does yeah. come up a bit keen. <laughs> uh, question from George Coppin, uh, especially for Al Grant. Al, what would a film about your life be called? Oh, hmm. I'll have a think while Kitty answers the other question. Okay, I'm so the torture one saying. comes yes, in several plan? stages. So first <laughs> of all, it's the like typical torture where you kind of get like locked in a box and played like baby shark on loop. Um, like, and just when you've had enough, like it's a small world comes in. When you're at the brink of psychological breakdown, you are then thrust on stage to do an unexpected comedy gig where all of your favorite stars are in the audience and there's loads of pressure. And then when you come up off stage and have a breakdown about that, uh, you get asked like, okay, but you know, what's the worst comedy gig you've ever seen or whatever? The answer is filmed and then sent to the person who did that gig. <laughs> that is devastating. That is. I've seen Alex have a meltdown after a gig and before a gig, and that really is horrific. I never said I was a nice person. And, and, <laughs> and Al has seen me melt down over Baby Shark as well. Uh, so as, as somebody who... Don't. Did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> as, as somebody who's, who's come out of DJ retirement over the past couple of years, the amount of times sort of like in the early stages that I get asked for Baby Shark, it's an absolute yeah. bastard of a song. Mm. Uh, not only is it annoyingly catchy, but it's also like one minute, 30 seconds. So you've got bugger all time to line up the next song afterwards. Having said that, we did find the time for him, Al, to film me banging my head against the decks as it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Ashley. Yeah, Al. Back to George's question. Uh, what would a film about your life be called? I, it's so tricky. Uh, there's so many different parts to my uh, bizarre existence. So I'd probably have it, have it called something like um, an innuendo of incognito. Just think a bit... Um, I'm on guard. Like, yeah. My title is, is this thing turned on? Exactly. Nice. <laughs> that sounds nice. like it might like be a like a Fred Fellini kind of version of your life. Uh, also, one day, essentially, potentially, before I ever did my first stand-up show, I was like, if I ever get to the point of doing a solo show, that's the first gig title. So <laughs> in five years' time, you might see that. <laughs> uh, um, uh, another film title would be Al Grant's Don't Poop Your Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great just to see that read out as one of the nominations at the Oscars. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, everyone else, in terms of your, your life story film title, I'd, I'd probably stick with The Joy of Dex, which was also the name of my first solo show. Um, what, about, uh, what about you guys, Donna and Tommy? Mm, I'd probably go with uh, Chaos Magic, proof that anyone could accidentally set off the apocalypse. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, a little spoiler for what's still to come from you. Uh, so, <laughs> that'd be nice. Uh, and uh, and Donna. Hmm. I don't know, Kathleen's baby, because uh, I am probably going to cause that apocalypse myself. Yay! Beautiful. <laughs> I love that after the apocalypse has happened, we've all got time to write these scripts to our films. I'm I'm pretty sure I caused the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty I sh sure I did because I, I, I'm not sure what's happened, but I think I died last year, and you're all part of my new like purgatory. Oh, okay. Thank, 
Baby God shark that. now makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, John has been back in touch. Remind me to remind me not to get on Kitty's bad side. Uh, I think you've sent chills throughout a lot of people there, Kitty. Uh, and also, I'm guessing aimed at you, uh, Kitty. Lola says, I'm a straight woman listening intently, but totally hypnotised by your cleavage. It's falling down. It's because I'm sat down as well. I went on a first date earlier, socially distanced, couldn't even so much as hug. But like, I'm, yeah, I'm still dressed. <laughs> Fantastic. <it's> socially distanced. <laughs> Fantastic. Got time for a couple more questions. This one I've been holding in reserves. Uh, it's, it was suggested by George a couple of weeks ago. Who says, for a million pounds, would you watch your grandparents have sex for an hour? I mean, there's not a lot I wouldn't do for a million pounds. All four of my grandparents are dead and the answer's still yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Million let's, let's... pounds. That's a lot of money. I've just got this image now of Kitty just trying to reconnect with her grandparents whilst they're supposed to be having sex, going, can I just ask you a couple of questions just whilst you're here? Because after this hour's gone, you're not going to exist. Um, and then all these kind of family tree questions like who are your grandparents what were they like and they're just like trying to fuck here kitty I'm just trying to fuck I would just you sit know. there silently and then be like cool I made a million pounds like <laughs> Tommy's Tommy's summing up just made it sound like you're on the weirdest episode of who do you think you are <laughs> I, was, I wouldn't so much most haunted <laughs> Ectoplasm everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be able to watch Ghostbusters again in the same way. Thanks a lot. Ghostbusters makes me feel good. Hey! Uh, Damn it, I'm off the screen again. There we go. (sighs) (sighs) I was enjoying that so much, I completely forgot that I was doing the show. Uh, Realise rim shots were so exhausting, Alex. Well, it it's, it's, it depends who you're with. Good <laughs> <laughs> grief! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wayne, bringing the tone back up again. Sex is easy for old people if they have Parkinson's. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. But also, if you've got a vibrator, that's a negative vibe. Oh. Mm. I'm the screen again. It's always gonna go. Uh, I do have this in reserve as well, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. stands for rimming in pleasure. <laughs> I think we've discovered what the podcast title is going to be. Now. <laughs> rimming in pleasure. Uh, Classy show, this Alex. Classy show. <laughs> Uh, for a whole hour, that's pretty good. For <laughs> that is a point, to be ages ago. Like my granddad was ninety when he died, and that was you know he's been gone a while. Like because doesn't um because doesn't sort of like a, a ability to um elongate performance diminish with age? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's individual. It it really is. Results may vary. I can't wait until they invent biococks. 
when your cock stops working and you know when like technology catches up and we get all these bionic limbs and stuff that are just better than the originals i want a bio cock something with it's hydraulic right. power i can picture the packaging it was sort of like a be a, a robocock ripoff <laughs> But yeah, that's that sort of font. Biocock. <laughs> I want the kind of cock like that. that means I need the kind of cock that means you have to wear ear defenders and actually abide by PPE associated with operating a jackhammer. <laughs> I don't just want it for sex though. Like being able to like pee in a bush easily and like you know like standing up for all like it just seems like a really useful piece of equipment and the kind of existing replacements don't have any nerve endings and you can't use them for anything other than sex and stuff unless you get like the other you, but you can't yeah. there aren't really shiwis that are also strap-ons you know it's kind of an either or and i didn't i wouldn't <clears> want to have i feel like i've gone that's not my kink uh the point <laughs> being <laughs> the point being penises in general the the kind of human ones to have lots of multifunctional uses and like sensations and stuff that would be nice um yeah i would quite like now to see the osborne book of that's not my kink <laughs> <laughs> that's not my many, kink that's not on there <laughs> <laughs> this dildo is too unattached <laughs> i don't like we <laughs> Okay, we'll get we'll get Benny to narrate it because last week he did do a brilliant um, narration of some uh, erotica. Uh, so going back to the uh, biocock, um, Peter has got a good strap line. Forgive the pun. Biocock, oh, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. <laughs> they do have biococks. It's called a strap-on vibrator. Yes, but that doesn't do anything for me does it that just makes mm. her moan or him moan or them moan it doesn't like i would like to feel what a penis have a feels when they do the things right like right oh, now yeah. their reaction which is nice don't get me wrong like i, I enjoy get, that too i get what kitty's like, saying an extension of the feelings like hardwired into your body so you feel the sensation which would be all right but if then you start using your bio cock for other applications such as hammering in nails to hang up pictures in your house then i want to turn You're it off probably so you want it to fuck be it up <laughs> wasn't, oh dear you fucked up your bio cock by using it for general diy purposes wasn't this the origin story of the borg because <laughs> didn't they didn't they start by replacing yeah uh benny <laughs> Benny uh, has gotten in touch. Benny is watching. Hello, Benny. Uh, Benny. I've already got. I've already got the rubber balls. Who are they? Glass eyeballs. Okay. (laughs) That's that's great. We've learned a lot about Benny tonight. That's good. you need a field though, kit. Thanks, Ian. No, I love those. <laughs> they're always really heavy, and you have to spend so much time trying to think about clenching to keep it in that you're not actually focusing on having fun. <laughs> I feel like we've got two intimidly what happens anyway. <laughs> Peter has gotten back in touch. That's not my kink. That one is too furry. Uh, did you mean to put furry, Peter? Uh, or did you mean to put funny? 
Um, furry. You know what a furry, furry. is. Furry. I mean, um, a furry is also a different thing. That is a kink. Let, let's know, Peter, if you meant furry or Sonic. Like, I think he meant furry. We're like Muppets, aren't we? Kitty, Only just for those of us... real people inside. Yeah. For those of us that aren't... <laughs> <laughs> Explain what a furry is for if anyone's watching that doesn't know or is or is oh too innocent. God, I'm going to get people angry at me. So I'm going to disclaimer: some people are furries just for their own fun, and they don't have sex in animal costumes. Some people are like, "This is my fursona," and also I bone in it, and they have like full anthropomorphic animal suits, and they get excited about that, and they're like, "I'm a fox. Let's yiff." That's <laughs> excellent. Uh, Lola has put, thanks, Mr. Biocock, for all the things that you've done, the battles that you've won, the way you deal with US steel and our problems by the ton. Thank you so much. <laughs> From Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> uh, a, a round of applause for Lola for that. That's that was so that good. That, that was that was awesome. Uh, that's 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 just beautiful. Uh, one last question before we go, and that is: How long till Kitty asks us to take down this episode? <laughs> oh god! It depends uh, how many people end up watching it because, like, well, last last week got over two thousand um, by the end. Uh, so yeah, over two thousand views. Um, about kinks? I can't have that. It has my face. <laughs> Ah, nice. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's, that's, you can that's always get one of those sort of like black bars across your eyes. But if anything, yeah. that will look more kinky. <laughs> <laughs> this person has been censored for talking about furries. Uh, Lola is just commented with a crying laughing face emoji, but the cat crying laughing. So I think that's definitely aimed uh, for you there, Kitty. Uh, final few comments. Peter says, I have children. Those Osborne books always have, that's not my ex. That one is too funny. I think you're onto it's something furry, there, Donna. Furry. Yeah. It says furry. Yeah, yeah like, you need to... Uh, that's reference to the... That's uh, not my kink. That one's too furry. That yeah, one's not that my kink. Sense. That one's too big, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that bombshell, it, it's time to end. Uh, so th this hour has just flown past. It has gone far too quickly. Um, but it's, it, has been, it has been awesome. Uh, so uh, to everyone that is watching, that if you've been watching us live, thank you for joining us uh, throughout all this time. If you have been watching us live and you're watching on the replay, uh, then catch us live half past eight every Sunday night, UK time. I have to put that in. I don't know if I've got any foreign viewers, uh, but what the hell. Uh, Lola, you enjoyed yourself. You guys were a blast. I smashed and subbed. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. Thank you, Lola. Uh, Kitty, your name sounds like a Bond girl name. <laughs> it's... It's it's a little bit more subtle than pussy galore. Thanks, that was fab. Cheers, Ian. Rebecca's enjoyed that as well. Lots of um, clapping emojis from Rebecca. Uh, so if you um, do feel like um, donating a couple of million, uh, then please do uh, to paypal.me forward slash Alex Leem or to the QR code that is available on the screen. See if you've got all points with people. For the benefit of the podcast listeners, at this point, everyone was attempting to point to the QR code that was on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. And most of us got it right. It's even a point in sort of the right direction. This is the part <laughs> where we don't know which way around the camera goes, so we're pointing in, in at all sorts of um, areas. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, guys. Awesome as usual. Looking forward to Kitty's members-only channel. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
Thanks, Wayne. Not only fans. So thanks again to my panel that joined me this week, Al Grant, Donna Scott, Kitty Messalina and Tommy Tomsky. I'm off to go and listen to Baby Shark on a permanent loop for about three hours, and we'll see you next week. Stay awkward. Stay awkward.